Bless thou, O Lord my God, the divine low tree and its leaves and its boughs and its branches and its stems and its offshoots, as long as thy most excellent titles will endure and thy most august attributes will last. Protect it then from the mischief of the aggressor and the hosts of tyranny. Thou art in truth the Almighty, the most powerful. Bless thou also, O Lord my God, thy servants and thy handmaidens who have attained unto thee. Thou truly art the all-bountiful, whose grace is infinite. No God is there save thee, the ever-forgiving, the most generous. Baha'u'llah. The third effulgence is concerning arts, crafts, and sciences. Knowledge is as wings to man's life and a ladder for his ascent. Its acquisition is incumbent upon everyone. The knowledge of such sciences, however, should be acquired as can profit the people of the earth and not those which, we, which begin with the words and end with the words. Great indeed is the claim of scientists and craftsmen on the peoples of the world. Unto this beareth witness the mother book on this day of his return. Happy are those possessed of a hearing ear. In truth, knowledge is a veritable treasure for man and a source of glory, of bounty, of joy, of exaltation, of cheer and gladness unto him. Thus hath the tongue of grandeur spoken in this most great prison. Baha'u'llah, Tablets of Baha'u'llah. Science in God, Charles Darwin. The impossibility of conceiving that this grand and wondrous universe with our conscious selves arose through chance seems to me the chief argument for the existence of God. From the hidden words of Baha'u'llah. O son of the throne, thy hearing is my hearing, hear thou therewith. Thy sight is my sight, do thou see therewith, that in thine inmost soul thou mayest testify unto my exalted sanctity, and I within myself may bear witness unto an exalted station for thee. In the Western world of today, there is evident a remarkable revival of belief in the efficacy of healing by mental and spiritual means. Indeed, many in their revolt against the materialistic ideals about disease and its treatment, which prevailed in the 19th century, have gone to the opposite extreme of denying that material remedies or hygienic methods have any value whatsoever. Baha'u'llah recognizes the value of both material and spiritual remedies. He teaches that science and the art of healing must be developed, encouraged, and perfected so that all means of healing may be used to the best advantage, each in its appropriate sphere. When members of Baha'u'llah's own family were sick, a professional physician was called in 
and this practice is recommended to his followers. He says, resort ye in times of sickness to confident physicians in the Kitabiakdas. This is quite in accordance with the Baha'i attitude towards science and art generally. All sciences and arts, which are for the benefit of mankind, even in a material way, are to be esteemed and promoted. Through science, man becomes a master of the material things. Through ignorance, he remains their slave. That's from Baha'u'llah in the New Era. The acquisition of sciences and the perfection of arts are considered acts of worship. The sciences and arts, all inventions, crafts, trades, and their products have come forth from the intellect of man. It is evident that within the human organism, the intellect occupies the supreme station. Therefore, if religious belief, principle, or creed is not in accordance with the intellect and power of reason, it is purely superstition. This scientific power investigates and apprehends created objects and the laws surrounding them. It is the discoverer of the hidden and mysterious secrets of the material universe and is peculiar to man alone. The most noble and praiseworthy accomplishment of man, therefore, is scientific knowledge and attainment. We may think of science as one wing and religion as the other. A bird needs two wings for flight. One alone would be useless. Any religion that contradicts science or that is opposed to it is only ignorance, for ignorance is the opposite of knowledge. Abdu'l-Baha. This scientific power investigates and apprehends created objects and the laws surrounding them. It is the discoverer of the hidden and mysterious secrets of the material universe and is particular to man alone. The most noble and praiseworthy accomplishments of man, therefore, is scientific knowledge and attainment. Science may be likened to a mirror wherein the images of the mysteries of the outer phenomena are reflected. It brings forth and exhibits to us in the arena of knowledge all the product of the past. It links together past and present, the philosophical conclusions of bygone centuries, the teachings of the prophets and wisdom of former sages are crystallized and reproduced in the scientific advancement of today. Science is the discoverer of the past. From its premise of past and present, we deduce conclusions as to the future. Science is the governor of nature and its mysteries, the one agency by which man explores the institutions of material creation. All created things are captives of nature and subject to its laws. They cannot transgress the control of these laws in one detail or particular. The infinite starry worlds and heavenly bodies are nature's obedient subjects. The earth and its myriad organisms, all minerals, plants, and animals, are thralls of its dominion. But man, through the exercise of his scientific intellectual power, can rise out of this condition 
can modify, change, and control nature according to his own wishes and uses. Science, so to speak, is the breaker of the laws of nature. Abdu'l-Baha. Just as the earth attracts everything to the center of gravity, and every object thrown upward into space will come down, so also material ideas and worldly thoughts attract man to the center of self. Anger, passion, ignorance, prejudice, greed, envy, covenantness, jealousy, and suspicion prevent man from ascending to the realms of holiness, imprisoning him in the claws of self, in the cage of egotism. The physical man, unassisted by the divine power trying to escape from one of these invisible enemies, may unconsciously fall into the hands of another. No sooner does he attempt to soar upward than the density of love of self, like the power of gravity, draws him to the center of the earth. And the only power that is capable of delivering man from this captivity is the power of the breaths of the Holy Spirit. Abdu'l-Baha. This most beautiful system of the sun, planets, and comets could only proceed from the counsel and dominion of an intelligent and powerful being. Isaac Newton. From the Hidden Words of Baha'u'llah. Oh, my servant, thou art even as a finely tempered sword concealed in the darkness of its sheath and its value hidden from the artificer's knowledge. Wherefore, come forth from the sheath of self and desire, that thy worth may be made resplendent and manifest unto all the world. 